Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We go all the way till 3 o'clock today. Jim and Trent, you can always be on the show at 264-1700. Again, that is 264-1700. You can always tweet us as well. You can find me at Jimmy B Radio. That's at Jimmy B Radio. And to find the better of the duo, you go to at Trent Condon. That's where you find me. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, to find our next guest, well, it's very simple. He's at... His website, DeBearsBlog.com, and you find him on Twitter, at DeBearsBlog, which always is entertaining. Not just uh, the fluff stuff you see from a lot of fan sites. Jeff Hughes digs a little bit deeper. Jeff, good afternoon. Good talking with you again, my man. Good to be on, guys, as always. Well, Jeff, as we get ready for this football season, uh, the Chicago Bears certainly come in with not a whole lot of expectations. Expectations are very low for this squad, at least on a national level. Regionally, locally, the expectations continue to rise up. People expect that John Fox is going to be able to get that defense fixed, and we're going to see some of the signs that Ryan Pace is building over there. Let's start with the optimism. You're usually a very optimistic guy. What makes you optimistic about the 2017 Chicago Bears? Uh, Right at this second, very, very little. Um, What I will say is, If Mitch Trubisky is the starting quarterback in September and for the duration of the 2017 season, this has a chance to be as exciting a Bears, maybe even losing season as we have seen, to watch a young, talented quarterback develop and grow in the role with an improved defense, a strong run game, a really, really talented offensive line. This could be an exciting year, even if they go 7-9 or 6-10, because you're watching the future develop. But to get me excited about a Mike Glennon-led offense and Mike Glennon-led passing attack is very, very difficult. I just I don't see the point of putting Glennon out there despite where they believe Mitch Trubisky is in his development. Mike Glennon is not that good. If you know Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre, Brady sat behind Drew Bledsoe, uh, Phil Rivers sat behind Drew Brees, Eli Manning sat behind Kurt Warner for half a season, they're really going to sit Mitch Trubisky and delay his development so he can sit behind Mike Glennon? It, it just does not add up. And I think the Bears are, are really underestimating their fan base here because the fan base will understand that this kid can go out there and struggle on the field. But if they don't put him out there, and I know I'm going off here, but if they don't put him out here, eventually he's going to make all the mistakes a rookie quarterback makes. Why delay those for a year and start the clock all over again? Take this year. It's a transitional year. Let him make his mistakes. And then you go into 2018 thinking this team can do something. All right, Jeff. Then what makes you believe, then, that Trubisky is not going to be the next Achilles Smith, the next Joey Harrington, the next Tim Couch? Uh, what what makes you think that, that he has got what it takes to be a star QB in the NFL? What I loved about his college tape, and I studied him a whole bunch in the lead-up to the draft because I started getting word from people that the Bears were interested. And I started to I watch every one of his college games. It's only a season, so it's not that hard. And it's all there. The mobility, the size, the strength. 
the arm. It's all there, the intelligence. The only knock on this kid coming into the pro game is that he just doesn't have enough snaps under his belt in the college game. But I, I do caution people about this in a lot of ways. The Chicago Bears took more than 60% of their snaps last year from shotguns. They run what is, in effect, a spread offense, quick throws to the outside. The transition now from college to pro is no longer as gaping as it once was. The days of, of a guy coming from the college game to the program and needing three years to learn, those days are over. What this kid can do, talent-wise, is right up there with an Andrew Luck. I compare him to Andrew Luck when he was coming in. But Andrew Luck had years of experience at Stanford. This kid just doesn't have the experience. But I think he more than makes up for it in football acumen and in, and in all those intangibles that you need. I just don't see a point in delaying the start. I don't know what he'll learn as a rookie on the sideline watching Mike Glennon float balls 30 yards over his receiver's head. <laughs> so what you're saying, as I read between the line here, you're not very excited about what they're going to see at the quarterback position early on with uh, your boy over there. You're just waiting for Trubisky. Let's not even delay the inevitable, and who cares how upset you get uh, with Glennon. Let's just go with it. Well, what's the upside to Glennon? I mean, the upside to Glennon is that he has a pretty okay year and they trade him for like a second or third round pick. How do you get excited about that as a fan? I don't. Yeah. It just doesn't compute to me. If the upside of this guy is that he's going to be on a different team next year, why do I, how can I invest in him this year? We know Mike Glennon is not going to go be Aaron Rodgers. That's just not what his skill set is. And nothing he did in Tampa showed any semblance of that. If it showed that, the Bucks wouldn't have been racing to the podium to take a quarterback number one. They would have said, this is our guy. I think Mike Glennon can play quarterback in the NFL. I think he can be successful in the NFL. But they have the star, the franchise quarterback, whether he makes it or not, he is going to get a chance to do that sooner than later. It's just, to me, very difficult to get excited about a quarterback who the second he throws his first interception, you're going to hear people say Trubisky. The second he has his first bad game, the conversation is going to switch to Trubisky. He is a player is nothing more for this organization than a transitional player. I just don't see how you can get excited about a transitional player when you know what's waiting right behind him. Having a great conversation with Jeff Hughes from the Bears blog. Okay, you were a staunch defender of a quarterback who is no longer in the Bears organization, was scheduled to be a television commentator, and now is the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Where are you on all of this with the guy that you defended for several seasons? Can I just say that even when he's not on the team, he's the third question. So... <laughs> <laughs> I told people I don't think the Jay Cutler era will ever end. I'll be 75 years old talking about Jay Cutler. Uh, here's where I am on Jay Cutler. I, I don't know that Miami is all that close. I think their 2016 is one of the flukier years. Their point differential was in the minus. They had a very bizarre schedule. They got blitzed and run out of town in the playoff game. I don't know that they're Jay Cutler away from making a deep run in the postseason. But here's what I'll say. Jay wanted to play this year, and at the time when all this was getting sorted out, he just wasn't healthy enough to show teams he could do it. I think he wanted a phone call from the Texans. The Texans weren't interested. So Jay wanted to play this year. The Jets showed some interest. He had no interest in going there, and it took a real sales pitch from Adam Gates. Again, another example that fans view Jay Cutler way differently than the league does. The people who have coached Jay Cutler, with a few exceptions, 
but the people who coached Jay Cutler really liked, really liked Jay Cutler. So what I would say is this. Jay's going to go there. I think Jay will play well. Uh, I don't think they're going to make any big sink in the league. But listen, I just hope that whoever has defensblog.com knows what's coming because you're going to watch things with your eyes and then you're going to be told other things are happening, and then you have to debate and you have to argue, and it's going to go on for a long time. But, listen, if they won the Super Bowl this year, it would only excite me because I could finally turn to a lot of fans and say, see, you can win a Super Bowl with Jake Cutler, and maybe it wasn't Jay that was the problem all along. Well, it's a, uh, the quarterback position in Chicago. It has been an interesting one, certainly dating back in my lifetime over the last 35-plus years. And as you go through it, you know, there are still plenty of other questions here about this team. John Fox was brought in to help fix the defense. Tell me why they're on the right path, how close they are of maybe not being elite level, but at least above average defensively this year. Well, you know, last year they, they did some pretty substantial leaping when it comes to the NFL standings. But last year they were also historically injured. Leonard Floyd didn't play a full year. Fernell McPhee didn't play basically at all. Eddie Goldman got hurt. Those are some of the stars of the season. Danny Trevathan didn't play. Freeman got a suspension for drugs. Those, those are five or six of their best defensive players. If they stay healthy this year, I fully expect this defense to be top ten in the league. They're, that's where their talent level is. The secondary is still suspect, but it's nowhere near as suspect as it was a year ago because the kids who got experience and played last year are now going to be backups when people like Cooper and Amukamura and Quinton Dems have been brought in. Eddie Jackson, the safety out of Alabama, has had a really nice camp. I think this defense is going to be right up there, top ten in the league, and they're going to put this Bears team in a lot of games. They're built. Right now the Bears are built the way the Bears have been built for a long time. They are a power run game, and they are a defensive team. But in the modern NFL, that will only keep you in games. Run game and defense keep you in games. You win games at the quarterback position. You win games throwing the ball. And I keep telling Bears fans, until I see otherwise from Mike Lennon, I just don't think he's the guy that's going to win a lot of games for him. Jeff Hughes is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jeff, take me then to the black and blue division, the NFC North. Do you have the Bears last, or do you have somebody else in that spot? And if so, why? I think it's a three-way tie for second. And I really do believe it. I think the Bears probably finish last. Uh, again, this all depends on how the quarterback position shakes out for them over the next six weeks. I think the Bears probably finish last. I'm not a big believer in this Lions team. I'm not a big believer in Sam Bradford. So I just don't think it's a very talented division right now. Uh, I think the Packers will win it again by default. I think they've won the division by default about eight times in the last 12 years. Uh, they also have the best player in the sport, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers puts them head and, head and shoulders above everybody else. But, uh, yeah, I, I would think the Bears, even with Glenn playing a 16-game schedule, which God forbid I hope he doesn't do, I could see them being a six ceiling seven-game team. Um, I don't think the Vikings and Lions are much better than that. So I would think the Packers could have this thing sewn up sometime in early December, uh, unless there's an injury we don't see or uh, some sort of leap that one of these teams makes that I just don't see happening. So preseason game number one against Denver kicks it off. As you look at that matchup, 
What are some things away from the quarterback position, Jeff? Away from quarterback, what are you going to be looking for tomorrow night? And I'll leave you go away from the quarterback. Okay, <laughs> I, uh, there are some things worth watching. There are uh, a few players who have started to flash a little bit in camp. I mentioned Eddie Jackson. Yes, safety from Alabama. Watch him. He could be out there very early in this game. Tanner Gentry, the wide receiver, is that that summer. Every year, the Bears have one one guy who emerges, and the fans fall in love with. Tanner Gentry has been excellent in camp. Would not surprise me at all if he starts making plays in the preseason and he makes this roster come come September. And really, it's the first preseason game. I'm assuming most of the guys who have any any kind of things are, are not going to play. There's two rookies who, I mean, you're just – I haven't heard a rookie class uh, in Bourbon and get a, get a response like this in a while, but it's Tarek Cohen and Adam Shaheen, you know, the third down scat back and the tight end. They both sound like players. Everybody on the ground there is telling me, you better watch out for these guys. The Bears may have had another brilliant draft class out for two in a row, and the first time they've done two in a row in about 40 years. And – uh, I would watch those two guys tomorrow night, Cohen and Shaheen. You're going to start seeing these guys get worked into that first-team offense and be very involved uh, quickly. But, you know, Shaheen probably won't catch many passes. Clinton's going to be throwing them over his head. What do you think the uh, time frames are going to be in tomorrow night's uh, game? How do you how do you see quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, the top guys? How much time will they have on the field before the substitution factor really starts to begin? I, I would think that you won't see a single starter, any kind of plausible starter, in the game by the start of the second quarter. And, I, and by the way, that might even be uh, overreaching. I think the starters will play a couple of drives. If they play a good first drive, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they all get pulled out of the game. I mean, this team went through such a – I mean, uh, football outsiders broke it down. They were the most historically injured team in the NFL in almost 30 years last year. Uh, they have made injuries a focus of their offseason. I don't know how you do that, but these guys have metrics for everything now. Uh, I just don't think they're going to risk injury in a preseason where, let's be honest, John Fox may be coaching for his life. Uh, and his NFL career come this season. He needs a healthy roster out there, and I just don't think they're going to put anybody at risk in what I call fake games. I think I think starters get out there for a few minutes, and then they're gone. Jeff Hughes, com, the place to go for all your Bears coverage. Jeff, as always, great catching up with you. We'll do it again here soon as we get ready and get through the preseason schedule. Thanks for your time today, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Well, that was fun. You you feel better talking about your NFL team, or are you still bumming because you know it could be just a terrible season? No, they're going to be awful. They're going to be awful. <laughs> Jeff's optimism aside, they're going to be a bad, bad football team. Coming up next, we're going to change our attention. We'll get back to the NFL later on this hour with Mitch Holtis with a look at the Kansas City Chiefs. But how about a little golf talk? PGA Championship tomorrow, Jimmy B. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Uh, the weather may be a factor down there. You know me and being a forecaster. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Brendan Porath is there in Charlotte getting ready for the PGA tourney. He's coming up next right here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. When it comes to new window coverings, everybody has a budget. And Budget Blinds is the one place that understands you and your budget perfectly. Budget Blinds provides more custom window coverings than anyone in North America because we think that everyone, at every budget, deserves beautiful style, expert service, our no-surprises pricing, and our no-questions-asked warranty. Right now, during our 25th anniversary celebration, you'll get an even better value during the biggest sale of the year. Special upgrades like invisible tilt bar on shutters, free smart fit, or a cordless option on honeycomb shades for a clean, uncluttered contemporary look. Book your free in-home consultation now. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS or go online to budgetblinds.com. Forget do-it-yourself. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS and get style and service that fit your budget. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS now. Offer good on selected products at participating independently owned and operated franchises only. Some restrictions may apply. Ask for details. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Lacasey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Lacasey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Lacasey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Lacasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. The 2017 football season is right around the corner, and season tickets are on sale now. Join in on the action at Arrowhead Stadium, where your Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the Steelers, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, and more. Preseason starts on August 11th against the 49ers, so hurry and get your tickets now. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to Chiefs.com or call 1-888-99-CHIEFS. That's 1-888-99-CHIEFS. Chiefs. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. 
called New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll till 3 o'clock today on a great day in the capital city. Uh, the weather is going to be an issue, it appears, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, as we get you ready for the start of the PGA Golf Championship, the final major on the PGA Tour. Uh, Brendan Porath has been on this show before. It's great to have him on from SB Nation. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Brendan, how are you, man? I am great. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing sensational. Uh, give us, before we get into the golf itself, what is the weather forecast, and will it play havoc with the PGA the next four days? I think, you know, it's, it's going to be an issue. It looks like we're going to have a lot of rain, a lot of rain early on, especially Thursday and Friday. Uh, and then, you know, there's chance of rain Saturday and Sunday. This is what we've come to expect almost uh, with an August PGA. You know, we hear, you know, the move to May, they bring better weather. But, uh, you know, we saw last year at Baltusrol where they played, you know, a ball in hand and lift clean plays for the first time ever in a major championship. Uh, and it looks like we're going to have more of that wet wet weather this week at uh, in North Carolina, which just favors the big hitters. You know, you can never predict weather on the East Coast in the summer. Uh, you know, the mid-Atlantic, East Coast, is, you're always going to have storms. So, you know, and it looks like we're going to get a lot of it this week. You know, Brendan, uh, it seems like the conversation is going to start this week, certainly with Jordan Spieth and his attempt to get the career slam, a chance to do it and become the youngest player to ever do that. And, and this is the only shot of it because it's the last piece that he needs. And by the time next year comes around in the PGA, uh, he'll be passed the number that he's chasing. So uh, is that more of a golf, just kind of insider little tip here? Or if it would happen this week, would this become even a bigger national story and add more juice to the PGA Championship? Hey, you know what? I, and this is, I'm actually, I'm barreling through rural Virginia right now from D.C. to get there to see this because on my way to Charlotte, because I don't think this is quite getting the, the attention and weight and appropriate kind of uh, promotion that it should. I, mean, I think this is the Grand Slam. Uh, it's really an incredible kind of achievement that I'm not sure the wider sports world knows about. There's five five men who have ever done it. Gene Sarazen and Ben Hogan did it, uh, obviously, early on before we really knew what a slam was, what the modern-day slam was. I'm not sure they, they, they obviously didn't understand what they were achieving and, and what would become the historical context of the slam. So you really have just Gary Player, Jack Nicholas, and Tiger Woods, and primarily Tiger Woods in, in the most modern sense, who, who have achieved this. And for Jordan Spieth to really be on the edge here uh, of joining a, one of the most elite groups in golf, and not only that, but also becoming the youngest ever to do it, I don't think we're quite grasping how enormous this moment and these next four days could be for the sport and how great the opportunity is. 
You know, you talk about Grand Slams. They're very famous in the sport of tennis. You talk about Triple Crown for Major League Baseball. You talk about Triple Crown in horse racing. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm just kind of surprised that this isn't getting as much publicity uh, as you as it should. And the other thing is, while you're driving, I saw Jordan Spieth's press conference today uh, from Quail from Quail Hollow, and he talked about that a little bit. And he even stated himself that well, the, the the hardcore golf people know about it, and he said not 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 much of anybody else. Yeah, that's interesting that he said it because obviously I think prior to this week he's downplaying it, and appropriately so. I don't think he, you know, I think he's okay with it not being this enormous story and all the pressure. I think he understands he probably has you know, maybe 25 years and 25 more chances to do this, uh, you know, and doing it two weeks after finishing the, the Open the way he did would kind of be huh, a, a historic task, as, we, as we've said. But uh, I, I'm not sure, I, I don't really know why it hasn't grasped on. You know, this is a relatively dead time. We've got college football practices, camps starting, NFL preseason starting, but there's not a whole lot. You have Major League Baseball, you know, regular season running concurrent. But really, Jordan Speed should be the story in the sports world now, this week. And he should be the biggest thing on the map when he tees off about 8.25 tomorrow, 8.25 a.m. I think it's just for the way this course plays into some of the longer hitters. And, and But I think the opportunity he has and, and that he's on the edge of it right now, all of a sudden, before even Rory, when we expected Rory to be there in the last two or three years since he won the Open in 2014, uh, it is remarkable. One of the all-time kind of historic moments we're sitting on here in the history of the sport. And yet with all of that, at least out to the uh, guys in Vegas and across the pond, the favorite, the betting favorite, is Rory McIlroy. When you right. saw that, and I'm sure, Brendan, you probably have been keeping an eye on this one, a bit of a surprise to you at all? Uh, it's not. It's really not. I, I think, again, you know, maybe a wider sports audience would just expect Speed to do it based on what we just saw. He's won his last. Uh, he won, you know, won in Hartford at the Travelers, then won the way he did at the Open. But this, this, rarely can you say a, a player really pl- feels like they're playing a home game or have a home course advantage uh, in golf. It just doesn't happen. Maybe you're playing close to home or. Maybe you're playing a place you played a lot, but this truly is an advantage for Rory McIlroy. He loves this course. He's won it twice. He's set the course record twice, broken his own record. He's you know won it twice, finished the playoff loss another time. He's got you know six of the last seven years, seven times he's teed it up. He's been in the top ten. All of the statistics point towards Rory. Whatever it is, it just clicks for him mentally. He frees himself up here. He loves it. It's comfortable. Uh, it, it plays into his advantage. He's maybe the best driver of the golf ball in the world right now. And then we know uh, statistically Quail Hollow maybe uh, gives the biggest hitters the biggest advantage in the history of major championship venues. There's been maybe one more, one other venue where that advantage, you know, it's an advantage everywhere, but it's accentuated more here than anywhere else we've seen uh, at a major championship. And Rory does it. Rory hits it as far as anyone. And we see, actually, at this at Quail Hall at the Wells Fargo, the 
parts of the team that are weak um, are much, much better. He's just that comfortable with it. So his approach shots, his wedge game, which is among the worst in the field, his wedge game is one of the worst on tour this year. Uh, it actually gets better here. His putting gets better. The other parts of his game, for whatever reason, just because he shows up and he loves it, start to get better. So it's kind of a no-brainer that, he, that he's the favorite. And really, you know, one of those, one of these course-for-course matchups that this Tiger's been gone, it, it's just so obvious that he should be the favorite. Brendan Porath is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. We're talking the PGA as they tee it up again tomorrow with round number one. All right, uh, I was watching some of the coverage again this morning, and they talked about, and we're going back to the weather situation, about how the fairways are going to be so damp that those monster drives that you just discussed, they're not going to get a lot of bounce. In other words, you might see the ball plugging from time to time. But they said that the greens still are extremely hard. So reference that for me. How can you have the softer fairways, and yet with the rain that they have gotten and will probably get during the tournament, how can the greens still be that firm? Well, they're new greens, and so greens are always going to be firmer when they're new. They brought in this new kind of turf. It's, it's uh, Champions Bermuda, uh, which they took out as soon as the Wells Fargo ended 2016 of May. They started work on putting new greens in. And I, I was reading they brought them in like refrigerator. They brought the sod in from Texas in refrigerated trucks. I mean, the amount of money and care they put towards this grass is kind of remarkable and amusing to read about. But they put new greens in, and new greens are always going to be firmer. It takes takes a couple of years for them to settle. It takes a lot of play, a lot of a lot of wear on them to really soften. And because they're so new, uh, the greens are still going to play firm and fast, and probably be you know defense this week because the score is getting really out of control. Because as you know, the fast in the world prefer a soft golf course. They want to know that that ball is going to stop on a dime. And they don't want to know that off the tee yet. Hey, maybe they're losing 25 yards of distance for the roll, but they'd rather have that and know it's going to stick and stay in the fairway than bounce off into the trees, bounce off into the rough. So they prefer the soft course. So having those new greens, that's, that's kind of the discrepancy there. Because it's new turf, new greens, they haven't settled yet. Those are going to stay firm and hopefully be at the fence to stop really getting out of control on a soft course that the big hitters could eat up. Brendan Porath, SB Nation golf writer, joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, on his way to Quail Hollow for the PGA, and for the last time, at least for the foreseeable future, the last time this will be in August, Brendan. Uh, a surprise to some people, it's been bandied about for many years, but it is official. A move to May, and the Players' Championship goes to March. You like the move? Uh, I like it for some organizations and for some parts of the game. I'm not sure I love it for the PGA. Uh, I think, you know, the, the PGA Tour and the PGA of America announced this in conjunction, and we heard, you know, kind of all summer, all year, they've been working on it together. But I really think the PGA Tour got a great deal out of this. They, you know, I think the, they, the PGA Tour is moving the players from May to March, and the PGA is moving this championship, PGA championship from August to May, where the, around the time when the players was. The PGA Tour always wants to play, I mean, not always, but they were ready to move the players back to March. They wanted it to 
serve as kind of the unofficial start of the golf season. You know, it, it predates the Masters now. It gets everybody fired up. Everybody knows that TPC Sawgrass, they're familiar, familiar with the layout, the island hole. They wanted it in March. And now, with the PGA Championship out of August, it frees them up completely to redo their schedule and get the playoffs done so that that four-event FedEx Cup playoff, which is a huge success now. It, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty when it started almost 10 years ago now, a little over 10 years, I think. We didn't know if it would ever catch on. We thought it was kind of this, you know, newfangled invention and maybe it's, you know, folky and whatever. But the players love it. It's good for the game. Uh, it gives you some sort of finality of the season and you're playing for something. But it's running concurrent to football, so it's not great for the wider audience. Mm-hmm. Well, the PGA Championship out of August now, it gives them the flexibility to really move it up to the very beginning of August and get it done by Labor Day. They might go down from four events to three events uh, and, and get it done by Labor Day and not have to worry about competing against football. But for the PGA Championship, I don't know that I love the move to May. I think they had a strong identity in August when they don't have a lot to compete with, just preseason football. It limits, I, I'm really sad in that it limits, I'm originally from the Midwest, not close, not right near Iowa, but I'm from Ohio. I think it limits the ability to put, uh, put championships in the Midwest and Northeast. And, and I don't think the Midwest, quite frankly, has enough PGA Tour events. We have the more, we have, uh, the Quad Cities, yep. we have Columbus and Akron, but I, I would like to see the PGA Championship kind of become the Midwest major, whether that was the Whistling Straits in Wisconsin, Medina in Chicago, Alhambra in Kentucky, and Louisville, which you could argue is Midwest, kind of. But, you know, it really is taking root in the Midwest. So I, 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 I'm not a fan of the PGA moving to May and limiting its ability to maybe go up north and, and northeast and then the Midwest. Good stuff. Hey, Brendan, Good out stuff. of time for today. We will uh, do it again soon. Thanks, as always. Safe travels the rest of the way, rest of the way to Quail Hollow, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Appreciate your time today, Brendan. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good stuff. Brendan Porath, SB Nation, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Quick timeout here. We come back on the other side. Mitch Holtis joins us, and a little bit later on this hour, we'll make uh, Jimmy B make a pick. Who's his pick to win? I bet it'll be one of the favorites. We'll come back with more here. Chiefs Talk with Mitch Holtis next on the Big Talker 1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
Dutch Boy's new Platinum Plus paint with Stain Shield technology has the performance you expect from a luxury paint at a price you didn't. Platinum Plus is up to 50% more washable and stain resistant than a leading premium paint in satin sheen. Superiority ranges from 24 to 50% depending on sheen selected. Platinum Plus keeps your walls looking new longer. Menards and Dutch Boy paint have you covered. Go ahead, live your life. Right now at Menards, get an 11% rebate on everything, including Dutch Boy paint. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Napa know-how. For something that has anti in its name, Prestone Antifreeze and Coolant, now just $11.99 at Napa, sure is pro a lot of things. It's pro keeping your car from overheating, pro maintaining your engine from wear and tear, and pro saving you cash. Prestone Antifreeze and Coolant, just $11.99. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires 8 31 Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Ace has grown to 5,000 stores and counting. That's twice as many helpful locations as those big warehouse stores combined. But we're not just about numbers. We're about helping neighbors because each one of our stores is part of your community. To celebrate, join us for the 5,000 store sale. We have daily offers and incredible savings throughout the store for four days only. Hurry in. The 5,000 store sale ends Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. Offers valid at participating stores Friday through Monday only. See store for details. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. And, of course, during this month with the Kansas City Chiefs in training camp, that means the longtime voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, has been our guest every day. Today, no different. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Mitch, good afternoon to you, pal. Good afternoon, Jimmy, and good afternoon to Trent. Uh, you told me yesterday that by the time that we would speak today, you'd have a pretty decent idea, at least you hope to, of what we were going to see in the upcoming preseason game this coming weekend for Kansas City. Were you able to obtain the kind of timeline that Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs, has laid out? 
Andy has said, now, I think this is a basic template, put it in pencil, but he said that each quarterback will get a quarter. I've been around these preseason games long enough to know, in practicality, if Alex leads the Chiefs in an 80-yard touchdown drive, he's coming out. Now, they may give him another drive if it's not a touchdown, but then they're going to give a lot of look to Tyler Bray, who right now on the depth chart as of August the 9th at 1.43 p.m. Central Time is the number two. I would almost see him get a quarter and a half, and then most of the remainder, a lot of the third quarter into the fourth, would be Patrick Mahomes, who all the fans want to see the most, and then mop up with Joel Stave, who Iowa Hawkeye fans remember quarterbacking Wisconsin to 31 wins. Now, why it starts with the quarterback is then they're working on this today as we speak. What offensive line and what of your skill group packages do you want with that specific quarterback? It's the quarterback's the alpha point, and then they will put personnel groupings together uh, based off that. And then that also kind of dictates who, uh, how long a quarterback goes. For example, Mahomes, everybody's anxious to see him. But if he's out there with the sophomore team running for his life, it's going to limit his effectiveness. So today, I mean, they're meeting right now to decide really how many snaps do you want Mahomes to have with, like, the second-team offensive line. Mitch, uh, we kind of buried the lead here. Your partner on the radio, the home-and-away voice here yeah. in Des Moines, 1700, where you hear Mitch Holtis and Len Dawson on the call. Going to be the final year for Len with you. Uh, certainly got to be some sad news for you having a, a great partner like Len Dawson throughout the years. Uh, very sad. It's, uh, I knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but when you read the release, it makes it real. Now, Lenny's only got a new pregame, so he will not be on during the games. Uh, last year he did just the home games, and now he'll be part of our pregame package. But won't be on Kendall Gammon. We'll do home and away with the analysis, and then Danny Welniak, who's one of the real rising stars in the business, is our gal on the sideline, and, man, she flat knows what's going on. Okay, back to Lenny. There are very few people, and I, I might put the Chiefs kingdom in this, but you can look at the state of Iowa as well, who have had such an impact as Len Dawson on so many generations. I grew up on a farm in north-central Kansas on the Kansas-Nebraska border at the 40th parallel line. And those Sundays were golden to me. I would listen to the game on the radio, play out on the farm, but I would have an old kind of a poorly made number 16 jersey because I was Len Dawson, you know, imagining that as a kid. Um, When I played high school football, I was imagining I was Len Dawson. And I stood beside him shoulder to shoulder doing games for 23. This would be the 24th year. Only three people in the history of the world civilization is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame both as a player and as a broadcaster. One of those three is Len Dawson. The other two, Frank Gifford, Dan Deardorff. To see it finally say, hey, this is it, is, uh, it's a sad day. Uh, I know why, and it, it happens. But hopefully we will take this year and give Len the victory lap that he so deserves because of his unique impact on so many generations starting in the Chiefs from the 19, early 1960s all the way to, to this year. So it goes from 63 to now. I mean, do the math. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a remarkable human being, one of a kind. 
Does that mean that the throw to Otis Taylor and Taylor taking it the distance down the sideline is going to get even more play than it normally does in Kansas City? Yeah, and 65 times power trap and his ability to connect with Hank Strand. They, they were way ahead of their time, Jimmy B. They were way ahead of their mm-hmm. time. Yep. First of all, the franchise, Lenny, part of this, was the first to really give minority players a chance. Now, just have one or two token players. They opened up to go to places like Prairie View A&M and Grambling and Morgan State, where it was taboo to go get players from those schools. Chiefs didn't care. They kind of plowed through all that. And that led to the 69 World Championship and their 66 run to Super Bowl One. But Len was way ahead of his time in the fact that the offenses that they ran, basically they ran a West Coast-type offense, and then they would take their chances to get the big plays. The throw to Otis Taylor is a simple hitch. He threw a hitch route to him, and I think it was Kasaki. I don't know who the Viking was that missed the tackle, and Otis was so talented that he just took off down the field. A, I do a whole presentation publicly. You know, I speak publicly across the country, and I do one on the 69 team and the games and the plays that are never that were never remembered. And there's a play in the game against the Jets. Uh, they were, the Chiefs, that Chiefs team had to go on the road to win two games as a wild card team to get to the Super Bowl, and the Jets have them beat. They get this great goal line stand at the one, and Otis Taylor and Lenny Dawson on the sideline drop a play in the dirt. There's pictures of it in our <laughs> facility, and Otis goes, "I, hey Lenny, just do this right here. Line me up here. I got this. Here's the way they're going to cover it. I think it's big." And Lenny always. <laughs> There's a great cut from him on NFL Films where Otis goes, because it had been a little bit, and Otis goes, you're going to call that play? He goes, yeah, wait till I get in the huddle, and then I'm going to call the play. But it ended up being the, the key play of that drive to the Super Bowl championship that people have forgotten about. Uh, some great stuff that, there. That's great. And an all-timer. Yeah. And uh, love to hear that. And, again, you'll be able to hear his commentary early in the pregame uh, coming up here on 1700. Mitch Holtis who joins us each and every day at 140, will be on the play-by-play call. Well, Mitch, back from uh, some look back to a look to the future, and a very Mm -hmm. interesting guy. I remember uh, us talking about him a little bit last year. The Canadian doctor. uh, I am not good in French. Help me out with the pronunciation. Luray Duvernay Tardif. Easy for you to say. Yeah, and Jimmy B's from French Quebec. Did you guys know that? That's breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, Jimmy B, Jimmy B. A uh, big Montreal Canadiens fan. Um, but this guy, if, if the Moines folks don't know, is went to McGill University, a prominent university in, in Canada. He played college football. But college football in Canada, I mean, I don't want to disparage it, but it's, it's just not at a high level. I would put it similar to maybe what's played in the IIAC, which is good football, mm-hmm. but it's not the Big Ten and it's not the Big 12. All right. They played eight games in a season. That's it. And I asked Lorraine, he just said, hey, I, you know, I was pretty primitive. But he's a doctor. He's in his rotations. And the Chiefs took a flyer on him. It was one of those, hey, I got a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy, and this guy plays in Canada. In the CFL? No. At McGill. Okay, good. He goes, now take a look. And this guy has grown Lorraine Duvernay-Tardif into a potential pro bowler. He's having a phenomenal camp. I asked him what rotation he had in his residency program before camp, and he said it was perfect to get him ready 
for St. Joe? I mean, I was working in anesthesia uh, in the OR, so it's crazy how like there's a lot of similarity between football and uh, and medical school, where like everybody needs to work as a team in an OR, and everybody has a job, you know. And uh, it's not always the the most flashy job, you know. I was a medical student, but you got something to do, and and the team count on you. And it's the same way when training camp start, you know. You got to be out there and and know your job, and don't try to do too much. Just focus on what you got to do and do it well. A lot of people are listening to us going to the 3 to 11 shift in hospitals and clinics around Des Moines who are dressed in their scrubs, driving to work to go to work at 3 and 11, nodding their head. Him being an OR and being the, an anesthesia OR, he was telling, it, it, it's, everything's just you know, crazy. It's Grey's Anatomy or you know, the old ER program. And he said it was awesome to help me for camp because I came in like wired, ready to go because I'd spent the last rotation in OR. Awesome story, no doubt about it. Really cool and and interesting. It's those inside looks, Mitch, that you can provide that bring us a little bit deeper than just you know, the latest injury, the latest that's happening there. Uh, the, the deeper parts of this, they call from all walks of life. And it's funny, when you look at the roster and you look there, I'm looking at the one that they have on ESPN. They don't even have his college listed on ESPN.com. No, it's McGill. And I don't know who McGill plays. I mean, Saskatchewan or... <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. You know, I, I don't think I don't think Drake's playing him anytime soon. He, uh, but and he's turned into. I'm, I'm telling you guys, he's he's just two years ago. I would say he was closer to Will Ferrell than Will Shields, the Chiefs wow. Pro Football Hall of Fame right guard, who's the best player maybe in Chiefs history. But man, he's looked like Will Shields in this camp. He is nasty. You know, as a run blocker, when they run the power of stuff that the Hawkeyes run all the time, mm-hmm. and he does these little inside pulls, he is crushing people. In his past sets, he's been very much like Will Shields. If he stays healthy, uh, this guy is going to be a star. I told you on Monday the underrated player on offense of a skill guy is Spencer Ware, and the Chiefs are 20-5 and five when he's healthy and on the field. 24 starts, the last 24 starts for Laredo Rene Tardy for right guard. The Chiefs are 21-3. and three. Wow. You mentioned Lenny Dawson. Lenny will be quick to tell you that he's a Super Bowl MVP and a Pro Football Hall of Famer because of two things. One, he said, I have played with an incredible defense. They were unreal, that Chiefs defensive team. They're just Pro Football Hall of Famers all over it. But he said, I'll also tell you, I had a great offensive line. Any quarterback, Niall Kenny concluded, has got to have a great offensive line or a good one. And Ray DuVernay-Tardif, the Canadian doctor, is on the cusp of being a great offensive lineman for the Chiefs. That's, that's, a, that's a real interesting story. we got about 45 seconds left here. Uh, it's being reported now, and I wanted to make sure I got this in, that the NFLRA, that's the NFL Referees Association, has approved a plan to implement 21 to 24 full-time officials and the process of selecting them, Mitch, will begin immediately. Your reaction? I'm, I'm all for it. Hardest game to call. Hardest game to officiate. And we can talk about umpires and hockey uh, officials. And down The NFL is so fast. Physical, 22 players going full speed. It is... It is so difficult to officiate. I, I'm I'm ready for this. I think it's probably long overdue, and I'm glad they're going to do it. 
Well, Mitch, the weather's starting to heat up. You don't want to heat up the oven. Uh, you got a little deal for people. They want to get some pizza and not warm up the house too much with that oven going uh, here on a hot summer day. What do you have for us? Well, here's what I want to do. Just go call. I'll go online, papajohns.com, or stop by your favorite Des Moines or Iowa Papa John's location and go, what about these poppers I've been hearing about? Poppers, chicken poppers, poppers. Mm-hmm. They've got a great chicken popper special. Now, as far as pizza, I would tell you my favorite is leads to my report tomorrow. Here comes your segue. You know my favorite pizza? Sausage pizza. Tomorrow, okay. gentlemen, I'm going to bring you another unheralded Chiefs player. I'm bringing you the sausage. The sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Mitch. Nothing better than a good sausage, I always say. Yeah, Thank you, absolutely. Mitch. Yep. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. And thanks, Trent. Thank you to Jimmy Bay. <laughs> the French <laughs> goofball. That, that's more what Jimmy B is. Good stuff, as always, out of Mitch Holtis. Jimmy I Bay. am the French connection. Yes. I am the French connection. Well, you tried to tell us earlier that you were uh, Swiss Scavina- Scandinavian. Scandinavian, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you need to uh, maybe study a map, I think, Jimmy B. Well, I tweeted. I I know I I took I took some pressure, uh, some heat on on Twitter about that. Yeah, I did yeah. tweet back. I did tweet back though, and and indicate that this was a case where I kind of equated it from mainland USA to the state of Alaska. Ah, uh-huh. always excuses, yeah. Brinson. Always excuses. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back on the other side. We got a busy hour. We're going to break down the two deep. We're going to take a look deeper at the roster for both Iowa State football and Iowa football. What do you think of that? I'm ready, pal. I've got all my stuff out in front of me, which means I have absolutely nothing. So I am ready to go when you're ready to go. We'll do that on the other side. A deep dive into Hawkeyes and Cyclones. A little football talk next. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 6464 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 6464. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage? Manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 